Hey there, welcome to the Mile High Church Podcast. Set your 2021 intentions with Josh Reeves this Friday, January 1st at our Creative Living Workshop, featuring music from special guest Daniel Namad and Tom Litch, along with three free optional workshops facilitated by our practitioners. Visit milehighchurch.org for details. What an honor it is to be with you today as we celebrate the closing of 2020 and create the space to usher in the new year that is before us. And now thinking about 2020, there have been many challenges, many experiences of uncertainty, perhaps strife, Many of us have been in the space of the unknown, been in the space of the mystery. We've been called to change our daily life in order to adapt to what seems to be a new normal, anxiously awaiting for it to get back to what it was. But what is normal? These days I couldn't even tell you. And it's okay and it's totally natural and normal for us to think back over the past year and be in a space of frustration or angst because we're not where we thought we should be or perhaps we're not where we, where we want to be. Not able to see the loved ones that is beyond our four walls of our homes. But I invite us today as we reflect back on this past year, to resist the temptation to get caught up in all that didn't unfold the way we wanted it to. Because I think that's easy to do. We look back at our time and we just aren't where we wanna be. And so there's this level of frustration and I can't wait for 2021, I can't wait for this new year. But I invite us today to take some time to reflect on the blessings that this past year has unfolded for us. Many of us have had to spend a bit more time at home than what we are used to. Perhaps we've been invited to turn within to spend more time with ourselves, to spend more time with our family. We've been called to spend more time in nature perhaps. We've been called to delve into a deeper relationship with spirit. And those are some of the many blessings that we can look back on and it's easy to forget because those bigger experiences, those bigger emotions kind of feel overwhelming at times. But as we look back, perhaps we open up to and remember all of the extraordinary lights, the beings, the hearts, the hands that supported us this past year in ways that we never thought possible. And perhaps you were that light for somebody else who was in a space of darkness, a space of uncertainty. And reflecting back, 
May we open to the gifts that may have not been there for us had 2020 not unfolded the way that it did. I know for me, thinking back about this past year, it has been imperative at many times to lean into my support system, to reach out in order to know that I'm not alone. This year has also expanded my remembering of our global community as we've reached out to support one another, as we've reached out to let people know that we're thinking about them. Those little moments have had immense ripples in our lives. And again, it's easy to forget those times, those moments. But those are the moments as we go back to the grocery stores, or perhaps it's the barista or the restaurant staff that welcomed us back with open arms, ready to serve us, ready to support us. Remembering that this extraordinary year has stretched us in ways that we did not foresee this time last year. And so as we open up to the blessings, I also invite us to remember the ancestors, the way showers, the teachers, our mentors, our leaders, upon whose shoulders we stand upon. For without them paving the way, we wouldn't be where we are today. The extraordinary gift of the light beings that have come before us. And again, to remember that we are never alone. So in this time of reflection, may we look back May we remember what seems to be the small things that helped us expand our light, that helped us remember to reach out and to turn within. And for me, this past year has been a deeper dive into myself as I turn off the distractions, turn off the noise, and listen. And sometimes that silence is deafening, the to-do list echoes, but other times that stillness, that silence is a breath of fresh air. And so in the days ahead, as we take time to remember the blessings of this past year, we acknowledge and bless all that has been in order to create space for all that is yet to be. And as we remember with gratitude, may we also remember the extraordinary light that we are. And as we consider blessing what is and remembering our true character, 
I want to start out by asking each of you, unless you're driving, to close your eyes as I give you a list of words. And I want you to ponder them as I say them. Integrity, loyalty, honesty, generosity, kindness, self-control, selfishness, rudeness, meanness, dishonesty. Now open your eyes. Those words probably brought up some things in you that you're thinking, well, I'm all of those positive qualities. I'm just all of them. And the truth is, those are character traits that each one of us have the opportunity to exhibit and to show. And we have to understand we live in a roller coaster, and this year has shown us that. We live in a roller coaster of different ways of showing up. And so to make it easy for you to understand, think of Star Wars, think of Harry Potter. Those heroes and those heroines of those stories had their down times, their hard times. They weren't always their kindest. They weren't always showing self-control. And that's okay because that's part of who we are as humans. So I'm going to give you a suggestion for finding your true character. And as we come to the year's end, this is the perfect time to do it. You can find your true character in the alone times. Those times that we call the mundane, the everyday, the ordinary. Those are the times when you really are your true self. It's not those times when you're stepping out and you're re receiving all kinds of accolades because you have maybe fear of someone or maybe you're in awe of them. It's the moments when you are by yourself, when you're alone. Now I will say if you're looking for uh, some characteristics, you also can ask someone that you're very close to. They'll help you see what are my characteristics what are those things that make up my character? I encourage you. And one of the things that Howard Thurman says about remembering our true character is he says, look at the times of distress. Now, many of those times of distress that you see are groundless, but sometimes they will show you the truth of other people, which then can reflect back to you. So the distressful times that we found ourselves in in 2020 are like so many other things we've learned in Science of Mind. They are our moments to really grow, to really shine. And Helen Keller speaks to this, or spoke to this, character cannot be developed in ease and quiet only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. To the second part of the Howard Thurman quote that I'm speaking to, he talks about uh, remembering the individuals that we've met 
it's kind of made me laugh as I thought about this because in 2020, we have not had the opportunity to be out meeting new people, having new experiences with people. Yes, we can see them on technology. However, you miss the energy. You miss the true foundation of that human. However, I thought a little further about this and thought, however, and Tom referred to this earlier, we have seen great people doing great things and showing beautiful human dignity to other human beings, our healthcare workers, as they spend their time in the hospitals. You watch them cheering those patients that leave and have been months in the hospital. So we have had lessons of human dignity and opportunities for us to see, is that who I am? Is that who I want to be? And so I say, let's remember as we come to the end of this year that we should think about having some alone time. What are those characters? What, what are the characteristics that make up who I am? We should also accept that distress will strengthen us and learn from it. And then we need to remember that as we have the opportunity in 2021 to meet new people, to really see what is it that they bring to me and watch for human dignity. And Frank said, the final forming of a person's character is in their hands. And our founder, Ernest Holmes, said, we should choose that which we wish to embody and by constant attention take on all its characteristics. So I ask you to decide what characteristics are you going to take from 2020 into 2021 to be the very best you you can be. I always find myself in a very contemplative state uh, during this time of year. It makes sense that, you know, we, during this time, do exactly what Jackie and Michelle were talking about and just think about everything that's happened this past year. And I know that this year is particularly difficult because it seems like there's 10 years worth of stuff to contemplate that we all are being confronted with during this time. But I know that it's an important thing to do. I know for me personally, it's important to take a good and honest and sometimes hard look at how we've been and who we've been and our experience of just walking through the world in this past year so that, right, so that we can bring into our new year the lessons that we've learned just from walking through life so that we can bring to our vision and to our intention everything that comes through our contemplation and, and, and our ability to really look at 
what has been. And I realized, like, I also remember that, like, 2020 isn't even over yet. Like, I know we're all ready for 2021 to come, but it's, like, not even over yet. That was reminded on a Facebook post by Gina DePaulo, uh, one of the members here, that uh, another 2020 phenomenon is, like, there's this sea foam in Australia that has infiltrated, like, all these beaches. It's, like, four or five feet high. And inside of that sea foam is all of these venomous sea snakes, <laughs> It's like this crazy phenomenon that's happened in Australia. Uh, just add that to your 2020 bingo card. But I, I just realized that, you know, there, there's so much that we can learn from just being with what was. And through that, allowing ourselves to create a greater vision for what will be and what can be. Uh, I love this last passage from Howard Thurman. Uh, that I was asked to speak about today. Um, He says, I remember the dreams that haunted me during the year, keeping me ever mindful of goals and hopes which I did not realize, but from which I drew inspiration to sustain my life and keep steady my purposes. I think when I read this and when I hear this, it's a little confronting at first. It can be difficult just to look at those things that have haunted us this year, right? But I realize that looking at those things, looking at the things that have disturbed us, looking of, at those things that have maybe jarred us awake from some sleep we didn't even know that we were in, that those are the things that really allow us to create a greater vision that we didn't even know was possible, that those are the very things that allow us to create the kind of world that actually learns from the past so that we don't recreate things that have come before so that we don't create the patterns that we have seen, right? Uh, When I read this passage, it instantly reminded me of uh, the opening lines of the Gospel of Thomas. And the Gospel of Thomas is not a part of the Bible, uh, but was part of this Nag Hammadi library uh, that was found in 1945 that are said to be the teachings of Jesus that date back to uh, the first century. And that passage says this. Uh, it says, Let him who seeks continue seeking until he finds. When he finds, he will become troubled. When he becomes troubled, he will be astonished, and he will rule over the all. I think the things that have troubled us this year are so deeply apparent, right? I think about being troubled by this pandemic and the fact that hundreds of thousands of lives have been lost this year. But I also have seen in that, like this way of being that has been spoken about already. Like there's this principle, I think, that is uniting us and leading us right now, this principle of kindness, this principle of caring for each other, And it's organizing us in this new way as we move forward, right? I realize that the new normal that Michelle is talking about has the possibility to really be rooted in a type of caring for each other that we learned about this year, but that can actually continue into 2021 and beyond, right? That can actually bring us there, right? And I feel like I have to talk about, too, the fact that another thing that was really troubling this year uh, was this like reckoning with race that we've had here in this country and that really spread throughout the world, right? 
it was really troubling and so difficult to look at the ways in which race still continues to affect one's experience of walking through the world. But what that did, what that troubling created, right, it, it created these protests, you know, the vast majority of which, like 93% of which, were totally peaceful in nature. And these protests spread throughout the world. They happened in over 60 countries in every single continent on this planet. And this troubling, right, what it spurred within so many is like this beautiful enough is enough moment. And this calling out for more human dignity and for more love. And that troubling has also created, because we realize like the protests are only there just to wake us up. The real work begins afterwards, right? And so now we're in this place of like what's next and what's now. And I'm so proud of Mao High Church and the ways in which we have committed to, to doing this work and really looking at the ways race affects the experience of a person's life and doing our best to commit to creating a place here that is a place of belonging, a place of inclusion, and ultimately a place of love. And the second passage, as I, as I close here, I think really is one of the deep lessons that I know I've learned personally, and I, and I know that we all have learned in our own way. He says, I remember the awareness of the Spirit of God that sought me out in my aloneness and gave to me a sense of assurance that undercut my despair and confirmed my life with new courage and abiding hope. I'm so excited to be together again. And I know that there's going to be a little bit longer where we are going to be in a place where we have to be open to spirit seeking us out. And if there's anything that I think we have learned and that we all can continue to learn just for a little while longer is to learn that this sense of aloneness is not the truest truth of who we are. That there is something that is always continually seeking us out, even in our aloneness. So we come to the realization uh, that every enlightened being uh, has come to uh, before us. That we are, are never alone. That we are more deeply connected than, than we could ever really ever fully realize. And this life is one that is rooted in love. So as we go forth from this time, let us remember our vision and allow everything that has happened this year to inform that vision that is rooted in love and kindness and empowerment. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, please visit us at milehighchurch.org. Have a fabulous day.